Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of The Head Start, Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and AbbVie. In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they took action to understand this disease. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start Embracing the Journey and learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids to a classroom? Homes.com knows that these are all the things that you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's all so you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Pretty excited for this week's episode because I've got Mary coming back. A little follow-up with her on some stuff that we didn't get to touch on last week when she was on. Or maybe like based on comments and emails or notes we were getting, we thought, mm, maybe we should follow up on this because... A lot of people want to go to Haiti like we did and figure out how to do it. So we share a little bit about that, but also about how it's important to get involved where you are in your community. You don't have to travel, you know, to Kenya or Haiti or another state. Like there's stuff that needs to be done probably right where you live. And I I say that to myself too, and Mary and I kind of did it as a a reminder and encouragement to ourselves too, because we haven't been able to get to Haiti in a while and it's kind of frustrating us a little bit, but we can also get involved right right where we live. So uh, I sit down with her and then my best friend from high school, Andrea, she was in town also when Mary was. So did a little segment with her about our upcoming high school reunion. We have our 20 year reunion coming up. 
Oh my goodness. So we kind of reminisce about our high school days. I share my the worst thing that happened to me in high school. Like I had a pretty traumatic moment with an ex-boyfriend and it it scarred me big time and I don't I don't even know what brought that up. I think it was during one of the we talk about tips for if you have to attend a high school reunion, like advice. It was like stuff we just found online. I think one of the things was like let go of like a grudge, like if don't take those grudges with you to the high school reunion, it was high school, let it go. And it kind of made me think of like, uh, the worst thing that happened to me in high school. So I share that. And to this day, I'm like, God, I cannot believe that that happened. I have the Enneagram dude on again, Hunter Mobley. He was on a previous episode talking about the Enneagram and he's an Enneagram teacher. And if you're not familiar with the Enneagram, it's, we go over that you know, when he's on, but it's just a way to kind of put your personality in a little category that is easy to better understand who you are as a being and, and, um, what makes you tick. And so, um, he talks about the wounds from each number. There's nine numbers in the Enneagram. So we just quickly run through that one through nine. So that should be interesting. And then I have some confidence boosters, with a special appearance from Bobby Bones because he happened to walk in the room while I was recording. So, um, you know, sometimes we always need that extra little confidence, you know, that little extra boost of confidence. So I give you some tips on that. And then, yeah, like I said, Bobby walked in, so he gave some advice as well. And that's, that's today's menu. So I hope y'all are excited for today's episode like I am. And, you know, if you ever have episode suggestions or, uh, you know, ideas for people to have on the podcast, make sure y'all send those to me Four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. First thing. That's right. Ah. I have my best friend from high school, Andrea here with me and we met when we were 13. I, I maybe you were 14. I, I, was, 13. I was 14. Yeah. Yeah. You had Fresh just time. turned 14. Yeah. So I was 13, yeah. but we've been friends for a really long time. Yeah. And something crazy that we have coming up is our 20 year high school reunion, which we went to Austin high shout out go Maroons. Yeah. Loyal forever. <laughs> Loyal forever. <laughs> Andrea played volleyball. I was on drill team, but then I quit. And then I tried out for cheerleader and you were a cheerleader. You cheered at my game. Yeah. But why was I a cheerleader? I was not good. Yes, you were. You're not. You were good at volleyball, but I, you like played club volleyball. Well, I was that person. I never really knew what I wanted to do, so I just kept trying things. But I was trying in high school, like even volleyball. I played in junior high, but then like everybody at Austin High played like club. Yeah. I didn't. I just played in school, like at school. And I thought maybe I should try out for the volleyball team. And then I went and I looked at some of the people practicing, <laughs> and I was like, never mind. I'm not good enough. So I did drill team because my sister did it, and. I think they let me on the team because my sister, she was an officer and she was really good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you were good. I was not. I was in the back row of everything. If I even made, the, sometimes you didn't make the dance. You had to try out for the specific dance. If I made it, mm-hmm. um, I was in the back. And then there was all these rules like you had to be on time. And yeah, if you were late, no. you had to oh kick for demerits. Yeah. No. And you had to be on time. <laughs> well, practice was really, really early in the morning. You couldn't yeah. talk. We would stretch for 30 minutes in silence. And if you talked, oh, then you got demerits and you had to kick for them. Like I kicked for demerits yeah, I more remember, than I. I remember you kicking a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like you had to do ki- yeah. Mary sitting in here too, asking questions. But you had to kick for demerits. Yeah. Like do, I don't know, 500 kicks because you were bad. 
Like it's like a push up, but kick. Yeah. yeah. But I think I kicked more for demerits than I did in any actual routine yeah. <laughs> performance yeah. anywhere. So anyway, needless to say, I moved on from drill team. I ran cross country. Yeah. You ran and that was that. super fun. Fun fact, Jenna Bush was my running partner, mm-hmm. which now I have, I don't even know what she's up to other than just seeing her on the Today Show. She went to our high school, Jenna yeah. and Barbara, and they were very normal. It was just kind of weird sometimes because they would try to drive themselves to school. Well, they did. They yeah. had a car that they shared, but then like you would see Secret Service like sometimes yeah. behind them or like if their parents <laughs> would come up to the school, there would be like Secret Service yeah. everywhere. But it was before George Bush was president. He was governor of Texas at the time. So... And then Gary Clark Jr., he played a show here in Nashville. Yeah. He's like a really famous like guitar singer mm-hmm. player now that came from our high school. And then and then we came from him. Yeah. And Amy us. and Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening Remember to us. us. <laughs> yeah. Especially me. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think if there's any other famous people at our school. I mean, and I'm not uh, we're not famous. I'm not talking about us. There was that guy, Benjamin McKenzie, who was on the OC. Okay. Yeah. He oh, went to Austin. He went to Austin High. High. Yeah. Wait. He was a grade above us. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Google it. Oh, and Django. He's, oh, Django Walker. Yeah. He's one of our best friends. He's um, a musician now. Mm-hmm. And then his dad is also a musician, Jerry Jeff Walker. Mm-hmm. That's what really got us into the Texas country music scene. Like if there was a Pat Green concert we between ages going. 17 to 20, like we were there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. Uh-huh. My <laughs> first dance with, to my husband, like we danced to um, Pat Green crazy. Yeah. Uh, Memories. So anyway, speaking of memories, Mary and I are about to go back to our 20 year high school reunion. But Mary can come. Oh, yeah. Mary. Uh, Mary's just sitting right here. I mean, Andrea. (laughs) And um, we we are getting prepared. Like the vote came through. They put up a Facebook poll and they had everybody vote on what date everybody wanted it. And it's this fall. So it's like in October October. or so. And we thought maybe some of you listening have reunions coming up. So we've got tips for attending your high school yeah. reunion. So what's the first one? Okay, so the first one I have is smile. Oh, right. Because yeah. if you're nervous, it says nothing covers nervous jitters better than a friendly face. Okay, what's the next one? All right. Uh, mix and mingle with different people. So don't limit yourself to just the people you hung out with in high school. Yeah, you never know like what people yeah. have been up to and what you could We're not learn in high school anymore. Go mingle. Yeah. yeah. Go mingle. What else? Uh, help others. If you see somebody kind of standing alone, go up and talk to them. Aww. Help them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, this, these are good tips. Yes. Even yeah. not if it's at your high school reunion, maybe you're at something else. If someone's alone, yeah, go yeah. talk to them. I mean, I feel like we're all a little nervous to go like anywhere sometimes. Well, and just especially to a reunion, you have to kind of go reflect and like go back to your past. And that might be nerve wracking. Oh, which speaking of my most painful high school memory, do you know what it is? Think of the most painful thing that happened to me. Yeah. I was. Do you know what it is? I think. What? You tell me. I don't want to put this ha- out there. If you I, we won't say names, but when my yeah. car, Ugh. my car got keyed. Yeah. And they put, um, they put the word whore, but they spelled Which it wrong. Which was just. <laughs> they spelled it H-O-R-E. Yeah. And, and we know who it was, was, and it was an ex-boyfriend. And. It, it was, was very, awful. it was so awful, but we were all sitting the night at a friend's house mm-hmm. and we woke up the next morning and I went outside and my car was the only one that had, it got keyed. And yeah. my dad, he was so awesome. Like he got it painted over he was, like he ASAP. Was yeah. And, but yeah, yeah, that was really, I remember going to church and I was just bawling, crying the whole time. My mom was like, had, I think the it church pray awful. for That's me. A terrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad because. 
It was traumatizing. Like, I'm sure I have wounds that come out now that I don't even know that are associated with that or like how I handle people or what, what people think of me because you, I was like, is I that mean, the perception? But I, but he yes. also put, he also keyed in Bowie, which was another high school that was in our area. Cause I think after he keyed, you know, H O R E, which he can't spell clearly, yeah. but he thought, oh shoot, I better tag or carve in Bowie. So, and then he actually did blame it off. on somebody else that went to another high school. Yeah. And I believed him and I thought it was that other person. And I called and I confronted that other person. They're like, Amy, it wasn't me. I yeah. didn't do it. And then later we found out that it was, yeah, it was him. And gosh. So that, if we see him standing alone, I might. I would still alone. say, you know what? I I've know. forgiven him. I've moved on. Hopefully well, yeah, he's still, in a better was... place. But that's something where, oh, that was everyone in the school started knew about it. And it just, oh, that was so bad. So oh. anyway, what's another thing on there? I hate that. On the list. That, yeah. I have here too to a tip that I saw is to reconnect with some old friends prior to the reunion. So it's yeah. not that awkward that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad we have kept our reconnection. <laughs> yeah, we're reconnected. But maybe just like you could start like a. Like a text send some DMs or, or a text or, yeah, thread, for and sure. I know we. I'm on a text thread with some people from high school that are already talking about the reunion, and it is kind of getting me more oh, excited. Cool. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, Andrea, I need to add you to that text. Yeah, but Mary brought up okay. how reunions these days now are different because of things like Instagram and Facebook, yeah. and you feel like you know what's going on in people's lives. Whereas back in the day, like when our parents had reunions, it genuinely was like, whoa, like you I look the same you or you look years. so different. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, oh, I just saw your yeah. whole s- story uh-huh. that you posted on Instagram about your whole day. And yeah. I watched every minute of it. <laughs> what yeah. else is up there? Okay, another one we have is being respectful of everyone. So not telling like embarrassing stories oh, that from you back might in have the remembered, day. you know, with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, let them bring those things up. Um, oh, oh, this one's kind of funny, like about, well, uh, remember that people age differently. So <laughs> Keep in mind, not everyone's going to look the same. Don't about other people's weight gain or wrinkle. I would never do that. I mean, what? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, we're not. No. That? I guess. I guess some people do need that tip. I maybe guess, yeah. maybe for guys, it's like a, like you wouldn't think they would maybe take it as personally if, as yeah. the girls would, but maybe just keep all those comments to yourself. Like, oh, yeah. like if the star quarterback was in amazing shape and all of a sudden he walks in and he kind of has a little beer belly, like keep it to yourself. Yeah, dad bods are in. Yeah. <laughs> people, According to surveys, yeah. people love dad bods. <laughs> um, stifle the bragging. Oh, oh well, so Lunchbox has his 20-year reunion coming up because he graduated from Anderson the same oh, year right. that we yeah, graduated yeah, yeah. from yeah. Austin High. And he wants to rent a Lamborghini to Oh, take. so that might be... <laughs> Calm down. But he <laughs> what wants... What not to do. <laughs> he wants people to think that he's, like, made it big time. Oh, but, yeah, limit the bragging. Like, if you've had some success, like, you don't have to... Yeah, or if you're living in, like, a mansion in the Mediterranean, maybe don't bring that up. Like, yeah, or unless you want to invite everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it does say dress well, mm-hmm. dress appropriately, but dress well. Like don't when dress. You f- when you look good, you feel good, right? Yeah. That's so, what I like to say. Yeah. Dion Sanders said it first. And then I, oh, prime I paraphrase him. If you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you do good. If you do good, they pay good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I'm a oh. teacher. Does that still work for me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, another tip I saw on a page was select your outfit well in advance so that you don't add stress the day of I mean uh, how yeah. cool for some people going back if they're single and oh 
they like get reconnected with a high school flame or something. That would be cool. This other tip here on this website I'm on says skim the yearbook and social media prior to arrival to help you help yourself remember classmates faces. It, they said it's rough when you're staring someone in the face and they look familiar, but you cannot remember their name. Well, hopefully we're gonna have name tags. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not the best at names. I I try and work on that. So yeah, we better have name yeah. tags on. Another tip is let it go. Attend the reunion with an open mind and don't hang on to old grudges. After 20 years, people change, which is what I was saying. If totally. I run into that ex boyfriend, I'm gonna be like, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I mean, you learned how to spell yet? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't say that. Dear, is there any other tips on your page? So limit alcohol consumption. Mm-hmm. If you do plan on drinking, take it easy because there's nothing worse than drinking too much. And you don't want to be regret later. that person yeah. at the reunion. Yeah. Uh, oh, avoid conflict. So if we do run into that friend. Exactly. So I'm saying I've let it go. Yeah. He's forgiven. Mm-hmm. Or somebody you might have had a grudge with or on in high school. It's yeah. time to let that go. Yeah, definitely definitely let it go. Uh, oh, and have good manners. Mm-hmm. Good manners. We're telling people attending their 20-year yeah, yeah, high yeah. school reunion to have good manners. Use proper etiquette. <laughs> Did you know right you when walk. you sit down, not that you would have this at your, um, at your reunion, but if you're sitting down to a meal and there's a napkin on the table, you're supposed to sit down and immediately put the napkin in your lap. Did y'all oh, know that? Yeah, I mean. Mary, did you know that? Napkin on the lap. I thought, like when they bring, yeah, I, thought- I thought it was right when you sat down. Is it not? Oh, I don't know. I, I thought it was. I think I usually do that. Yeah. I think you do it because yeah. you were told at one point it was right. Probably like a cotillion or something. Oh, did you do cotillion? Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Did you? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I tried. Me? I didn't know. <laughs> I don't, did I? I didn't know if no. you I No. I think my brother did, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I mean, I did it I younger. Like, no, I didn't I do, do it later in life. A lot yeah. of people from our high school, though, did it all the way. Like, oh, they were debutantes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you a debutante? No. <laughs> Is that a thing in California? It's a big thing in Texas. Yeah, it's a huge thing. I'm pretty sure one boyfriend didn't really... I know for sure his grandma didn't like the fact that I wasn't Yeah, um, that's a, a, a debutante. Because when the- I met her, she asked me when my coming out party was and I was like what, what? coming out I of don't where? what <laughs> I my coming out of what? like coming out as a woman yeah. like my my debutante ball so and I was in like, East oh, Texas it's I didn't a big do that thing. yeah yeah I do know that in Austin it was a big thing too but I know where my and Waco is it's from. big and Corpus like and... the Rose Parade that's where like the Rose Queen oh is, is presented mm-hmm. but yeah no, I wasn't. I was we never those kind of. But I did when I was younger for whatever reason. My mom did have me in cotillion. I thought that's where I learned the, the napkin thing. But yeah. I know that that's also where I learned how you're supposed to eat soup. Like you're not supposed to take the spoon, towards you when you're scooping soup. You scoop soup away and then brush your spoon up against the bowl to make sure you catch all anything that would drip off and then bring it to your mouth. Did y'all know that? No. I am just. Full. How do you even eat like chicken tortilla soup doing that? I don't. What? My kids? Maybe. If they're in, yeah, they need cotillion. They need manners right now. I do right now. I'll go with them. (laughs) Like they, oh gosh, because they grew up in an orphanage and there was, they would eat outside. It's they've gotten so much better. Yeah, but they used to be able to just like spit food out right then and there. I mean, I don't know why that was allowed but it was so when we would go out Mm. to eat or when they first got here if 
my daughter put something in her mouth that she didn't like, she literally would just spit it out oh, like on yeah. the floor inside. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh but it was for her. Yeah. It was just yeah. natural. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. doing anything wrong, but we had to teach her like, you don't do that. And yeah. now it's like, you know, if you need to pass gas, please excuse yourself from oh, the that's table. That's amazing that you have, mm-hmm. that he's trained like that. Like, uh, if my, they yeah, don't always, but yeah. sometimes they're supposed to. Oh, yeah, that's... they do say anytime they want to leave the table, they have to say, may I be excused? Yes. yes. And they're really good about that. And we've told them if they can start nailing yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, and no, sir, and yes, ma'am, like manners, ma'am, thank manners. you, please, yeah, manners. Absolutely. If they can nail that, like really it'll help us because there's a lot of education things on there, but they really want an iPad. Right now they have Amazon Fire tablets, which mm-hmm. are great, but I feel like the way they're progressing and certain apps and FaceTime with like family and like a like an iPad would be really great. Yeah. But since they want one so bad, we can't just give no, it to you them. Can't just give they it. need They've to earn, earn it. it. Yeah. But so we've told them if y'all for three months in a row, start anytime. You've got three months to not mess up on your if I say, excuse me, Stevenson, then he says, Yes, ma'am, or whatever the case. Manners, wherever they're Either supposed thanking to be in there. somebody for exactly. when they give you something. Yeah. And yes, so, but they can't do it. They can't do it. They have gotten down, may I be excused, but that's about it. Otherwise, they think that saying yes, ma'am, and yes, sir is so hard. Well, it is hard if you're not trained. I well, mean, how do I, I train with, them? I work with kindergarten and first graders. Well, so tell me how well, I get my children to doing understand. Doing exactly what you're doing over and over and over again. Well, they do it. Sometimes they're just not consistent. So exactly. how do I get them to they'll be get, consistent? They'll get there. No, they're not getting there. I'm just, what I'm saying is we've been. Not. No. Yeah, no. not You want to keep them, you praise them every time they do it right. Okay. For a long time, it's going to feel like overkill. But that's my method. There's a lot of methods, you know, to do this. But when I, you know, if you're teaching manners, then you have to be polite about it. You know what I mean? Like, oh. so when I'm constantly. <laughs> I sometimes I wonder where they pick things up, like, yeah. duh, or <laughs> shut up, or, and it's because yeah. of me. Oh, yeah. Like, kids are like, the most impatient versions of yourself looking right back at you, right? So right. Um, I know when Stashira rolls her eyes, I'm like, don't roll your eyes. But yeah. then I'm like, well, yeah. shoot, did I just she roll my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, just keep praising them every time they do it. And then, for example, like when I give something to my own kiddos or my students, if they don't say thank you, I remind them. What do you say when something, you know, when somebody gives you something? Thank you. Thank you. Okay. That's a good tip. All right. Well, thank you, Andrea, for coming on my podcast to talk about our 20-year high school reunion. You're welcome. And thank you for coming to Nashville to hang out for a little yes. bit. And I'll see you in Austin when I come there Yay. to visit. But then I'll for sure see you at the 20-year. Yes, for Austin sure. High. For what sure. are we going to dance to? Well, like, what's our song from um, high school? What was Ooh, it? Uh, I, I mean, dancing-wise, I don't know, but Strawberry Wine. Oh, that was a good one so, in high school. I think what was big Tupac, was... Tupac. Oh, Puffy and Mace. Yeah. Or P. That Diddy. song, Return of the Mac. Return, you know. I don't... Yeah, I know what you're singing, but I didn't know if that was from high school. Guys. With one like headlight. Oh, yeah. Wallflowers, yeah. Jewel. Yep. Alanis Morissette. Stuff like that. Britney Spears. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, that was our senior year. Good to... Oh, in sync. Christina Aguilera. That was our senior Yeah, all our senior... senior mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good times. So oh, fun. you used to listen to um, Dave Matthews' band. Yeah, yeah. And then Sublime. 
It's the black who sings, I don't practice Santeria. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't got no crystal ball. If I had a million dollars, I, I, I'd spend it all if I could find the and the something that you found. But I'd rub the What I really want to know, my baby. What I really yeah. want to say, like, for I listen to that a lot. Yeah, my husband listens to. Still, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers were they? I don't know. Is that the same? I was never into them. I mean, I know they're good, but I don't know if that. Well, yeah. I don't know if some music is like specifically from high school, or I just listened to it. I know I listened to a lot of George Strait. Yeah, we did. We always I'm listen to country. That your was love our, with yeah. me. I used to. I'm not going to name names, but I used to put that song on, and I could get home a couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. But I really had a crush on somebody, and oh. I every time that song I played that song a lot on my CD mm-hmm. player, and I would put that song on repeat driving home, hoping that one day maybe he would sing about carrying my love with him. Oh, Amy! <laughs> but that's so sweet. but I would maybe drive he home was doing the same. No, thing. he wasn't. Did you? Ask but I would him? drive home <laughs> a way that I knew that he sort of drove those roads a lot, yeah. hoping I would always pass him, and sometimes I would, and then I would like casually. Wave. Who was it? I can't. Whisper. I'm not gonna say, but um, um, writing it down oh, for you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, good times. Good times. But I, anytime I hear carrying, I, I love. I remember carrying your love with me. I still, I think of him, and I think of how lame I was driving down that road, not hoping lame. I would maybe see him, and then I would, and I would casually wave, and and I'd be so like, oh my sweet. gosh, so dumb. Like I literally so went out you're of my outside? way to go Hi. home. <laughs> It's so weird that you're outside right now. That's so I weird. Just... Hang on, ne- let me pull over. <laughs> I, I never take this road. Yeah, this yeah. is so weird. I like, do remember walks in my neighborhood. Yeah. And we'd walk by. You lived in Travis Country. Another. Mm-hmm, my other boyfriend. Another, yeah. Let's we'd walk by his outside. house. I wonder what he's up to, but he's not in our grade. I know. So he won't and be in our reunion. my boyfriend, too, is not in Andrea our grade. and I, we had a phase <laughs> where we both dated younger guys. Yeah. So they, we were... What? We were yeah, a year younger. Wait, yeah. were we seniors and they were juniors, or uh-huh. we were juniors and they were sophomores? Juniors. Yes, we were the original we were- Cougars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cougar Town. Uh, that was us. Cool. <laughs> but you dated, um, well, you can say, we can say now. It's been, you, you were dating this guy, David, and yeah. I was dating Zach. Yeah. And <laughs> they were younger than us, but they were cool. Yeah, they were. And then, Actually, we broke up, and I was not with him. And then when it came time for prom, nobody asked me to How prom. How did we end up going no, to prom with Because them? nobody asked me to prom. I had no prom date. So where to you? No, no prom date. I think maybe no. I did, too. Well, well whatever we had. We Look had, at us listen, now. <laughs> we had no, prom, no date. prom date. And I remember having to go. I remember calling him and being like, I, I, I know I, it went mm-hmm. down like that. I yes, don't know we broke I... up and I didn't. His dad was a pastor. I didn't know if his dad was going to let him go to prom with me. Yeah. But so I thought it would be respectful if I like went over to his house and asked him in person. Asked his dad first. No. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I remember going over to his house and like we were uh. sitting up in like their bonus room or something. And I was like, we go to prom with me or something. I think that's how it went down. Yeah. And yeah. then it was just awkward because, yeah, he did. But I think. He like sort of liked somebody else at the time, another friend of mine. Um, oh, remember we got our prom dresses together in Boston? But yeah. that was not planned. That wasn't planned. We just ran into each other. Andrea in was in Boston visiting her family, and I was in Boston visiting my brother. And yeah. we were on spring break, and we both were at the mall. But I, yeah. we had not talked Random that day. Think of how big the city of Boston is. Yeah. 
and how many places there are to shop. And my sister and I decided to go. We were going to go to, I don't know, Lord and Taylor, a couple yeah. of other places. Mm-hmm. But also in this mall, they had a gap, which like, why would you need to go to the gap when you're in Boston? Because they have the gap in Austin. But like, we always but, found a way. So I'm in the gap. dressing room at the gap. And I, in the dressing room, like across in the same like yeah. right next to me I heard, across, her, I heard her voice we heard each other's voice and we opened the dressing room doors and we walked out and we're like what are yeah. you doing here Screamed. like it was, it was so random was I mean think perfect. of how serendipitous yeah. it was meant that to be. is we were is that the word to be, I don't know Fate? but we were it yeah. was like we were just two friends from Austin love and gap vacationing <laughs> in Boston and we run into each other yeah checking out what are you doing here (laughs) like why are you at the gap but then yeah we did i got i ended up finding my prom dress in boston Mm -hmm. i regret my prom dress yeah you had a you had a great no it was my mom just like wouldn't let me get like it was very conservative and had a lot of flowers well it it should have been we were in but i wanted like a really short one that was (laughs) like mine was long andrea had like a hoochie phase it was weird hey not not in a not you weren't doing thing but you liked to go to the club and like wear minimal clothing (laughs) (laughs) but shout out to sixth street and she grew out of that Pays. So if she's now teaching your children just okay. she's, she's different. Now. Let's hit the switch on this. Okay, we're podcast. we're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Good luck at your reunion and yeah. whatever else we just talked about. Yeah. All right, you gotta love a place that makes shopping for gifts super easy because heads up, Father's Day is June 16th, and Macy's has got you covered. Their ultimate gift guide makes shopping for the dad or the dad figure in your life super easy. You can shop by price, 25 and under, 50 and under, 100 and lux. You can shop by category, like cologne, watches, leather goods. You can even shop by gift lists. Like if your dad loves to grill, then shop for grill master things. If your dad loves to golf, then you can go to the gift list that is for the golfer. I mean, really, Macy's has thought of it all. If you have a tech-savvy dad, voila, Macy's Gift Finder, again, has you covered with that. Top gifts include Beats headphones, JBL portable speakers, Nintendo Switch, and more. Top brands such as Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph Lauren, Columbia, and more. Really, Macy's has it all, so don't be a last-minute shopper. Father's Day is June 16th. Make sure to check out Macy's.com slash gift finder to find a unique gift they'll love. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. 
No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. From searching online to asking your friends and family, there are a lot of ways to look for jobs. But have you considered finding your next job through a staffing company? Your local Express Employment Professionals team is your one connection to endless job opportunities. With just one application, they can help you find a job at a company that fits your needs. Visit ExpressPros.com. And as always, Express never charges job seekers a fee. Express knows when companies are hiring, offers benefits and competitive pay. And in just one interview, they are prepared to present you to multiple companies who fit your needs. Express Employment Professionals places people in all kinds of jobs, including everything from customer service to warehouse jobs to accounting and IT roles. Let Express help you. And remember, there is never a fee for job seekers. Go to expresspros.com to get started and discover for yourself what it's like to have support in your job search. You can also start through the Express Jobs app. Download it today to search jobs, apply, and contact your local Express office. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short-sleeve moisture-wicking pearl snap. Or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style, and they are built to last decades. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Second thing. Hunter Mobley is back with me, which I'm super excited about. He was me too. on, I mean, it wasn't that long no, ago. No, just a like couple, a weeks, couple ago. weeks ago. Talking about the Enneagram. He's an Enneagram teacher. Yes. And really, really knowledgeable. If you're not familiar with the Enneagram, just quickly give your definition yeah. of it. Yeah. So the Enneagram is a personality tool and it is just think about, you know, Myers-Briggs and DISC and Strength Finder, all those tools, but it's a, it's a wisdom tool. And so it talks to us not about behavior, but about motivation. Right. So we sort of broke down my number because right before I recorded with him, he met with me and my husband and he gave me my number and my husband's and that helps us better understand each other in a relationship. And you can kind of, once you know the numbers, you can be like, huh, that helps you understand their personality. Right. And you're like, okay, that's why they're acting that way. And this is how I can react right. so that it's, it helps avoid. Yeah. It kind of deescalates sometimes De- conflict. Yeah. Exactly. Just by having a common language for so personality. I think the Enneagram tool is great for relationships, can be great in the workplace. So if you aren't familiar with it, you can learn more, give your website. Yeah. So my website is enneagramhunter.com. 
And you can find, you can follow me on Facebook. I post a video every week. There's lots of resources there to just kind of start to get more familiar with the Enneagram. So boom, there's that if you want to get more familiar. But today I'm having you on because after I had you on to discuss me and my number or what, you know, what we discovered that day, me being a three and kind of what that means. And I'm still exploring it and trying to discover it and figure it out. And even some people that I've talked to that or my friends, but I mean, they're not Enneagram experts, but they do the Enneagram. And I tell, I'm like, well, apparently I'm a three. And they're like, huh, really? Which is always like the weird thing when people that have, you know, know the Enneagram, because then they're like, okay. And then you're like, why is that bad? Do they think that that's (laughs) bad that I'm a three? I even had some listeners that listen to the podcast and they're like, I never would have pinned you as a three. And I was like, well, I, yeah, they're I'm, all equally good and equally bad. That's I'm the a good three. news. I know some of the negatives on a three. I'm like, oh, shoot. But you've got to look at both sides yes, of it. And maybe yes. not every single thing of a number is going exactly. to apply to you. But, it, you know, I did get a lot of questions from people. So I thought I would have you on to quickly. And there's nothing really super quick about the Enneagram, although yeah. people can go and take an Enneagram test online pretty quickly. But Something about hearing more and learning more and taking in information that is verbally right. said, which yes. you're really into. Uh, so I thought we could have you break down one through nine yes. because there's that's how many numbers mm-hmm. there are on the Enneagram. And you discussed us or you suggested we do the wounds right. for each number. So I'm kind of... I know li- that sounds kind of weird, yeah. doesn't it? So explain to us what that might mean and then we're going to get in through one okay. into 1 through 9. Okay. So the Enneagram it talks about every one of us based on our number has a wound that we carry from childhood. And I know that sounds kind of strange and everybody hold hold on with us we're doing a little inner child work, but this is what distinguishes the Enneagram from a behavior oriented tool because the wounds that we carry from childhood they inform all of our life experience, all of our life choices, all of the decisions that we make. So it's great in the Enneagram to give some just language to those wounds. And it's sort of a first place where we can start to distinguish our own number. And so I'll just kind of run through those. You know, let me say too, the wounds that we get in childhood, who knows where in the world these come from? Sometimes when I teach the Enneagram, it's very easy for somebody to see how their caregivers kind of set the table for these wounding messages. Some people, they had caregivers that were putting very different messages into the world. They had great childhoods, but still somewhere inside of them kind of came this wounding message. So that's where the Enneagram usually begins is discovering and, and talking about these wounds. So uh, are you still with me? I'm with you. Good. I'm good. with you. Okay. So you want do do we go yeah, one through nine one. or do we let's go nine through it. one? Okay. No, let's, let's start do with it. one. Let's do it. And so when we talk about ones, ones carry a wound that says you should be able to be perfect, you shouldn't make mistakes, and you will be loved so long as you conform your behavior to a rigid set of guidelines established by the powers that be. Okay. So that's a big thing. So so notice that I said a lot of shoulds in that ones kind of live off of shoulds and woulds and ought tos and must. And so that's why ones kind of get that message and they turn into perfectors. They spend their lives perfecting themselves and perfecting other people and feeling like they shouldn't make mistakes and they should do things perfectly. And so then when we move on to twos, twos get this message that you're going to be loved if you are helpful and attentive. So twos kind of feel like their their wound says, 
you really shouldn't have too many needs because everybody around you has a lot of needs and you need to be helpful and attentive. And if you're helpful and attentive, then the people around you will love you and they'll want you. And so that's why twos have spent their whole lifetime kind of being the helpers and and self-sacrificing to give to other people. And, you know, there's a good side and a bad side to every number. So that self-sacrificing thing that twos do can be great and altruistic, or it can be manipulative and controlling. So Mm. there's always shadow and light within each of us. Okay. Then when you get to threes, threes kind of feel like that they're going to be loved for their accomplishments, for what they achieve, for being successful. So they, they sort of get this wound in childhood that really you shouldn't have your own identity. Really, you should conform your identity to whatever the context around you wants it to be. You should figure out that context, figure out how to be successful in that context. And if you can do that well, you'll be loved. That's just kind of a wound that threes pick up somewhere along the way in childhood. Okay, which is, is me, and we learned that I can be a chameleon. Yeah. Like I can conform to all different types of groups wherever I need to be. But yeah, and there's more on three that I want to discuss well, with you at another time, but but I mean, well, go ahead. What totally. No, I would love to say, too, you know, sometimes that word chameleon can be kind of a roadblock to people who are threes because it feels like, man, that feels like... Shady? Yeah, it's kind of yes. shady. And so here's the, here's the good does, and the bad. It does, but I've known that about myself for, for a long time. I just never really thought thought about it. I kind of thought I can really turn it on if I need to. And I can turn it off. But I mean, if you need me to turn it on, I can turn it it. on. And, and, and it kind of scares me how good I am. And And sometimes I notice if I don't, when I'm not turning it on, I'm like, huh, I wonder why I'm not turning it on right now, but I guess it's because I don't need to. Right. So I'm just evaluating the situation. I don't really need to. And I'm like, huh, so weird that I acted differently in that situation than I am now, but that's me being my. Yeah. And that's the good and the bad, because the good, of course, of what you're saying is threes are contextual. So you can adapt really well to whatever the context needs you to adapt to. And that's great, because that means you can be adapt well to be what your family needs you to be. You can adapt well to be what your work needs you to be. Can some of that just be perception, too, of what? Because I don't know that I because I don't. A one is a perfectionist. Right. And a three being an achiever. But I'm not. I don't have any perfectionism, right, right. but, and I wouldn't say I'm like, this is where I struggle too with being a three. I wouldn't say that I have all of these crazy goals and I'm just trying to get sure. there, get there, get there. But when I'm, when I'm in something, like I'm going to be good at it. Yeah. Like if I'm started it, like I'm going to yes. follow through on it. At least I've been that way it, in the radio right. world, and which is my main career. I have other side stuff that I feel like I've, yeah. I don't, I'm not giving my full potential and yeah. that bugs me, Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I don't have the time or energy to figure it out. So that, is that why it's bugging me? It's because I want to, but I want it per, perception wise. I want people to think that I'm killing it. Right. And, and yes, that's such a good distinguishing between ones and threes because ones don't have as many goals as threes have. Ones aren't working on as many projects as threes are working on. It's okay with a one. If the project that they're working on takes 10 years to do, they're going to do it right. They're going to finish it. It's going to be done. Well, threes on the other hand, you know, because they don't have to be perfect. They are looking for ways to kind of get to the result more efficiently, get on to the next thing and they'll cut a corner. Okay, Not, yeah. not a bad corner, but they'll cut a corner. <laughs> 
or? <laughs> I need my ADD to get a little more <laughs> under control. And then I could probably handle the things that I take on. Yeah. And my friend Mary, sometimes she'll call me out on it too. Like, oh, it just, it seems like, you know, you're taking on a lot or cause I, I have a spoil with her where we support Haiti and we have these things right. and she'll just be like, you know, I'm saying no to certain things because I'm committed to this. I just right. want to make sure you're in it too. And in my brain, I'm like, no, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh shoot. Like I'm trying to be in it, but I'm also right. trying to like do the radio totally. show, be a wife, be a mom, like do things like, oh, what should I be saying no to? Right. But then I feel like things that I say yes to can actually help us. So then I feel like I'm contributing that way. Right. Well, anyway. and that's the big spiritual work for threes. The big spiritual work for threes is spending your lifetime discovering what are the truest pieces of your identity, okay. which informs what are the true things for me to give my heart and my energy and my affection to. Okay. Because threes are so contextual that sometimes they don't stop to say, is this real? Does this really fit with who I am at my core, core, core? And, and so is it realistic the, to really yeah. accomplish it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I feel so, like I'm hijacking no, it because I'm a three and I have you here, but it's let's so move good. on to four. So if we move on to four, so fours, here's the wound that fours get. Fours have so many emotions. They are the true feeling oriented number, which means that their wound from childhood is that they have felt like there was not enough room in the universe for their complicated, diverse, changing feelings. So they felt like everybody from early days kind of said, hey, you're a little bit too much. Tone it down a little bit. All you, We don't really have space to process your high highs and your low lows. So fours have spent their life feeling like they were misunderstood, feeling like nobody quite saw them for who they really were. And that's the wound that they've carried since childhood. Okay. Then when you get to fives, fives feel like that they shouldn't be comfortable in the world. They carry a wound that says the universe is scarce. It's not abundant. And resources, including love, are not promised and are not a given. So fives have kind of spent their lifetime sort of hoarding things, hoarding love, hoarding attention, hoarding energy, hoarding even sometimes affection to make sure that they're going to have enough and not spend down what they have. So so, so fives just kind of feel like they, they probably better not be too comfortable in the world. Oh, okay. And then you get to sixes. So sixes is kind of the anxiety number on the Enneagram. So sixes, here's a double, here's the wound for six, and it's got a two parts to it. The first part is the world is full of danger. So sixes just like see the world as a place that is threatening and full of danger. They there could be a tornado, there could be a terrorist event, there could something could go wrong, somebody could die. But here's the problem. Sixes believe that the world is full of danger and that they probably shouldn't trust themselves to make it safe. That's a tricky thing. So to think that the world's dangerous and you shouldn't trust yourself. So sixes are kind of looking for people and institutions that they believe are stronger or more knowledgeable than them to help make them safe and figure out how to navigate through the world. Gotcha. That's just a wound that sixes carry. Now, that can sound real negative, and, and I love sixes. Sometimes people can kind of beat up on sixes, but that's why sixes are the community number. They care about groups. They care about families. They care about traditions. They care about communities. They're loyal, loyal, loyal. There's so much good about sixes. Yeah. So sevens, they carry a wound that says you better not depend on anybody for anything. 
And so the interesting thing is sevens, if, if, if your listeners know about the Enneagram, they'll know that sevens are kind of the buoyant, resilient, fun number, like every day's a snow day for a seven. So it seems like they're kind of skating on the surface of life, but what's going on behind the surface in their wound is this sense that, you know what, they better not depend on anybody for anything. So they better, it's just up to them to make their own fun, to make their own way through the world. So that's why they're really independent. That's why they're going and making their own fun, having their own adventures, doing their own thing, because something in them from early childhood says, you might be on your own in the world. Wow. And then eights, they, their wound says, everybody in your life is capable of betraying you. Hmm. Everybody in your life is capable of betraying you. So eights have made their way through the world being tough, being strong, not trusting too many people and making sure that they were protected from vulnerability. And so, you know, that's an, another kind of compassion moment for the Enneagrams. You know, eights are tough and they're, they are capable and they're strong and they're fierce. What is the eight called again? So eight sometimes is called the boss or the challenger. The challenger. Okay. And so, you know, we, we kind of sometimes feel a little bit intimidated by eights, but what we got to know is there is a wound behind all of these personalities and the wound for eights is saying they might be betrayed. And so they are protecting themselves from betrayal intuitively. Mm-hmm. And then nines. So nines are the peacemakers on the Enneagram. Yeah. Which in my life, my sister and my husband are nines. Yeah, nines make the world go round. Mm-hmm. We, we love nines. So nines are the peacemakers on the Enneagram. So here's the wound that nines carry. Nines carry a wound that says you shouldn't assert yourself. You better go along and get along. And don't make too many waves. Don't make too many ruffles. So nines have spent their lifetime not asserting themselves, which means that they're unsure whether their presence really matters. And so for all of us that love nines, our spiritual work for loving nines well is to communicate to them in every way that we can that their presence absolutely matters to us. Hey, sister, if you're listening, you matter. Amen. (laughs) So that's why I like to talk about those wounds, because they start to show us that behind all of our personalities, behind all of our, she's funny and, you know, he's kind of quiet and man, she's intimidating. And behind all those personalities, we all have a wound. And that's the compassion point that the Enneagram gives us. It helps us to start to just understand that there's something from childhood that we carry through our whole lives and, and it influences the way that we act and the decisions that we make. Yep. Okay. Well, I, there you have it. That is the breakdown one through nine of the wounds. Yeah. Of the wounds. And so we've got in, in future podcasts, we can talk about some of the stuff that's not as heavy. No, but, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's interesting to, if that's where it starts, yes, that yes. that's where we start with this yes. conversation. And then next time you come back, exactly. we can talk about another component. That sounds great. Okay. Well, Hunter, thank you so much thank for you, coming Amy. on. And um, his Instagram handle is Enneagram Hunter. Yes. Enneagram <laughs> Hunter. You can find me. So definitely check him out. And then I'm sure we already talked about your pod, or your website, but it's yes, linked on your it is. Instagram yes, and all yeah. that too. So thank you for coming on. Here we go. 
I'm all about confidence boosters here on the podcast. I want to always give you all ways to feel your best, especially if you have something coming up. On my very first episode, I talked about the superwoman pose, and it's something I use before I have to go do something big. I think I was even in New York when I recorded that podcast because I was there speaking on a panel with the CEO of our company moderating, and I literally didn't know how I got chosen to be on that panel. Like clearly somebody got sick or something. Like when they sent me the email, I was like, surely this is for somebody else. But sure enough, it was for me. And I had to go up there and I had to do my best and I just had to own it. And some of these tips that are on here for um, Americans top 10 confidence boosters, I actually did for that. But I also did the superwoman pose, which I think is awesome. So if you haven't heard what that is, it's on the first episode. And If you've missed any other episodes, like always go back and try to listen and catch up because I do get emails about things that I know that I've addressed, but then the email also says, maybe you've talked about this, but I haven't listened to every episode. So go try to listen to every episode if you can, when you have time. And of course, you know, I know you may not be able to catch everything, but let's go ahead and get into these confidence boosters because maybe you got something coming up, maybe even later today, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe next month, but you can try some of these things that will will help you out. So here they are. In at number one, a new haircut, which is definitely a little extreme. I will say that I definitely feel good after fresh cut and color, but I wouldn't go to somebody new. Like if you've got something important coming up, make sure you have confidence in your hairdresser and the look that you're going for that you're going to feel awesome. And if you're confident in that, then go for it. And yeah, I think it'll give you that boost that you need. Number two, wearing new clothes. I know when I did the, that panel in New York, Kelly from Velvet said she picked out this um, like pants. No, it wasn't pants. It was a suit, a skirt suit. So it was like a blazer and a skirt that matched, which I thought was super cute because I felt professional, but I also felt fun because it wasn't pants. And yeah, that definitely worked. But a lot of times you may not be able to buy a new outfit for every time you need a confidence boost. So that's where I would say friends come into play. And Kelly and I will borrow things often. And I have other girlfriends where, you know, we'll just say, hey, I've got this going on. Like Kelly, for example, she had a really cool party that she was going to the other night at like Karen Fairchild's house from Little Big Town. No big deal. But she texted me like, hey, can I borrow your long leopard coat? And it's actually one that she had picked out for me for an event a long time ago, but she knew I had it and it would go good with her outfit. So she swung by the house and picked it up and she borrowed it and boom, like she looked good, but she didn't have to spend any money. So if you have friends that are like the same size, then definitely y'all need to use each other and go into each other's closets and swap stuff out or, you know, cause I mean, that's definitely a way to feel good. Like when you're wearing something new that you've never worn before, there is something powerful about that. Like you just feel good. And then after you've worn it a couple of times that w- that fades away. So maybe if you borrow something new from someone else, then it's like you bought it, but you didn't have to spend any money. Uh, and at number three, doing a favor for someone, which I think when you can, anytime you can put someone else like ahead of yourself, like it's, it's good for you. Like think of others before yourself. Like it'll take away some of those negative thoughts you're having about yourself. It'll take away any anxiety because you're focusing on others instead of things that are going on with you. And then doing stuff for someone else always gives you a little extra boost of feeling good. And at number four, listening to just 10 minutes of music that you love, like good music. So put on that jam that just gives you all the feels, pumps you up, maybe listen to it on your way to the event or whatever you've got going on where you need to be super confident. And at number five, like exercising, which nobody ever is super excited about exercising. I mean, maybe some people, but you, a lot of times if you don't want to go exercise, once you do it and just get it over with, you never regret it. 
And it always makes you feel good. And the more you do it, the better you're going to feel all the time. So I for sure support that that's a confidence booster. And at number six, shopping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes a little retail therapy never hurts. And number seven, talking to a best friend. Uh, Yeah, I mean, friends, they know you well. They know how to pump you up. Like if you don't have friends that are lifting you up, then mm, you might need to find some new friends. Or like talk about that in your friendship. Like, hey, we we don't ever encourage each other. Let's try to do that more. And then, I mean, I need to be better at that for sure. At eight, receiving a compliment from your boss or coworker. I mean, and that's not really one that we can control. Some of these other ones, obviously we can go exercise or get a haircut or borrow clothes or buy clothes, but you can't really like go to your boss and say, Hey, I'm looking for like a confidence booster. Could you just tell me something awesome? Which it's kind of funny because Bobby literally just walked in as I was saying that. And what do you say about compliments to your employees Who like are we talking to the, uh, my podcast oh mm-hmm. uh, it's not to employees but to anyone like well, okay but if so- you just toss things out they're not very valuable not just compliments but anything in life anything you toss out freely is not a value so you have to find the fine line of when you say it it's it, it means a lot because you, you don't give it away for free it's like uh, your virginity you don't, <laughs> you don't just give it away yeah. you got to make sure it's a valuable thing compliments are the same way i i try to give compliments whenever if someone gets it they know that i really mean it yes that's true he doesn't just pass them out so anyway again that's something that's out of our control so you can't really ask for that but i will say if i do get a compliment from a boss <clears throat> i give a compliment i know i know i'm saying it does it and boosts been, my confidence it makes me feel really good it's a confidence booster and i've been better at it too i've been trying to be better at it and it's okay to slightly be on the on either side of it you know if you a little less or a little too much that's okay. There's not really a right answer. Uh, but if you just all the time tell people how amazing they are, then when they really are amazing, they're just going to think it's words. Yeah. Because it's always just been words. No. So, But you're doing an amazing podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I mean, that seriously, how often do I tell you that? About my podcast? Away from the microphones. Yeah. You've been a big supporter. Yeah. And, and I've been like, it's going to be way bigger than even mine. When that, that. You just boosted my confidence. Yeah. And I want it to be. Which is what we're talking about right I'm now. The, I'm maybe okay. the biggest fan. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Biggest fan right there. See you later. And then, okay, let's round out nine and 10. Buying new cologne or perfume, that really doesn't do anything for me. But I will give you a tip. Like if you go to like Dillard's or Macy's or Nordstrom or something, you know what you can do if you want to not buy perfume and you can't decide what you want? They'll give you those little tiny samples all you want. Like you can walk away with like five of those little tiny sample things and that'll last you a good while. And then boom, you didn't have to spend any money and you smell pretty good and you smell like different things for like... A month or so. And then at number 10, talking to a family member, which I would round that into talking to a best friend, just having people that you know you can rely on that are going to lift you up and make you the best version of yourself. So there you go. If you've got something big coming up um, in your life, then hopefully you can, or big or small, or just maybe you just need your confidence boosted, then boom, try one of these 10 things. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Mary's back. Tell okay. So I have Mary back for another thing because she was on last Thursday's episode, podcast episode, and there was some questions that came in about, you know, how to get involved. And, you know, so many of you out there want to take trips and go to Haiti or wherever. And Mary and I were talking before we hit record and we were like, yeah, I mean, 
But just to make an impact, you don't have to go anywhere in the world. It could literally be in your community. In your neighborhood. And that's, yeah. that's a reminder and encouragement to both Mary and myself that, you know, it's important to get involved even where you are. And then if the opportunity comes up, you could take a trip somewhere. Or if, if somewhere is on your heart, then there are ways to try to make that happen. Like you and I both, the first time I went to Haiti, I invited myself on a trip. A, gr- a team was already going and I just sent an email because I had been wanting to go to Haiti and I literally invited myself and the people were so nice and I'm still friends with them to this day. Tiffany and Christy, shout out. <laughs> but yeah, I just showed up at their house. They were already having like trip meetings and here I come and I'm like, I'm coming to Haiti with y'all. And it changed my life. Obviously ended up adopting two kids from the orphanage that we visited on that trip. And that was in December of 2012. So pretty crazy. I mean, my life changed because of it. So, you know, had I not ever sent that email and tried to invite myself, who knows what, how I would have ended up there. But you also, Mary, you invited yourself on some trip to Haiti. I mean, you yeah. were with me well, when I invited we met. myself with you, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I, I had wanted to go again and just kind of see other parts of Haiti as well. So I kind of, my church had a group that was going I like literally knew no one from it. So I researched it and it seemed awesome. And then, yeah, I just emailed them. And I remember showing up to the first meeting and like being like, oh my gosh, I literally, and I was actually, I remember it was on my birthday and like, they didn't, no one there knew that, <coughs> excuse me. And it was just funny, but, and now I'm like still good friends. One of the girls that we went oh, with yeah, actually. Oh yeah, like you would think you were taking a trip with someone, like maybe somebody would know your birthday. Oh yeah, I know. I remember <laughs> being like, okay, but like, yeah, no one knew. It was just funny. That's like how much I didn't know anyone. Um, but it ended up being awesome. And I saw a totally different side of Haiti. Like it was way outside of Port-au-Prince. Um, and I feel like it was such about, I learned so much that we actually I feel like it made me better at what we do in Haiti now. And I want to go back, back there as well. And I made connections with people. And one of the girls that I went with, it was like five years ago. And randomly, um, she emailed me a few, a couple of years after that. And now she works with me. So if you emailed the, uh, support at the shop Brooke, shout out. She, that's how I met her. It was in Haiti. Oh, yeah. so that's another thing too, that I feel like we want to touch on. Cause we talked so much about the shop forward when you were on and how that came about and pimp and joy being your first partnership, mm-hmm. but then it's grown so much that you are looking for. Oh, oh yeah, so we're going no, there. I forgot. Okay. Like you in, in, so like, go ahead and give your shout out to anybody that maybe <laughs> <laughs> she does need help. She's yeah. looking to hire well, someone. It's just hard. Like, we have such like high ebbs and flows of our, it's not like a super consistent type thing that sometimes, and you know, like I try to do a lot on my own, but we do have awesome people that work with us. Shout out Brooke and Ashley, Ashley and Bonnie. Yeah. Ashley's um, like employee Jen. of the month, like <laughs> all the time, self-appointed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she might. Yeah. Um, but I am like, especially I, I had made a comment on Instagram a few weeks ago that about like that I needed like a web person, web marketing digital, and I have gotten a bunch of emails. So I'm still sorting through those. So if you emailed, sorry, like I haven't gone back to people, but that doesn't mean I won't. Um, I need to look through all those. But yeah, if you can think of a way, like I want people that just really want to be a part of what we're doing and they're hard workers. And, and all preferably that. living. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. We're in Southern California, California and yeah. Orange County. So that's most people are like, I live in different places. I love what you're doing, which I still 
still like, if, totally appreciate. But there are some things that can be done remotely. But majority, right. we do need people in Orange County. So even if you don't live there and you're like, oh, my best friend lives there. Or my cousin. My cousin. Or my cousin's best friend. <laughs> or my cousin's 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 yeah. best friend. Somebody like that. We're just trying to get the, the word out. And like yeah. obviously um, try to find Mary some help for to sure. To plug people in in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's careers at theshopforward.com and just say how you think you could contribute um, and why you would want to. Yeah. Okay. So there's that little shout out, but, um, yeah, that's cool. That's how you met Brooke was on that Haiti trip. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously you need to vet if you are, we're not just saying go totally hop onto some group and then just, but make sure the group where they're going, like if you're traveling to another country that they know what they're doing, there's somebody experienced going on the trip and they've done it before. And you're, so that way you're not totally going into it blind because some places that you travel to, I mean, there's safety concerns. There's, I mean, Mary and I are of the mindset. We try to go with groups that are, um, experienced, but definitely low key. And like when we go and we take friends with us, like we, mm, I don't want anybody listening to this. That's ever done the matching t-shirts thing, like to take this the wrong way. But my husband being in the military for so long and him being just overly cautious of not drawing attention to yourself, especially when you're in other countries um, where you might be like the American that just landed with a bunch of money in your bag because yeah. you're on a mission trip when to you're go in help. A, yeah. Because, yeah, if you're in a third world country, they know. you already kind of have a target on your back a little bit. And not that there's I mean, there's loving, amazing people in every country. But just like here in America, we have people that are just not loving Everyone's and awesome. They're shady. And yeah, there are more desperate times in certain places and they're just willing to do other things like maybe rob the Americans. So if you wear matching t-shirts and you kind of roll into the Port-au-Prince airport, <laughs> like we're here to serve, you know, ugh, it just, it just screams like, Hey, maybe rob our car while we're on our way to <laughs> like, do good. If anything, you want to be under the radar. Like yeah. you don't want to stand out at all. So yeah. just try to and that's just not us coming flashy. from trying to not be, mm-hmm. draw attention to yourselves, not be flashy, don't stand out. It's better to not stand out. So anyway, that would be our encouragement if you find a group to go with, like try not to wear matching t-shirts. <laughs> but I mean, I get it. Like you're there and it's cool and you want to support and, but maybe wear the t-shirt back home. Make, yeah. yeah. T-shirt is a memory. Like make, yes, it's a memory mm-hmm. to keep at home. Like but a- that's even advice from my husband's just overly protective, cautious military background is like. Let's not wear matching t-shirts. So side note on that. Um, but yeah, if there's somewhere in the world you want to go, like, and you're trying to figure it out, just, yeah, look at church groups, ask around, ask people, um, Google things, and don't let that stop you just because you don't know how to, you know, book a trip yourself. Um, Mary and I don't really host. We do get a lot of messages sometimes like, oh, I want to go to Haiti with y'all one time. And we got on there with friends, but we haven't like hosted a, a trip, like not to say that that yeah. won't ever happen, but we haven't organized something where we just like take a team down there. Um, like that's just not, we don't feel like that's what we're equipped to do. And for so long we were going just to visit my kids and also work, uh, find different places to work alongside, like the vet them. because hire people at the bakery. And, yeah, yeah. There was other projects we were working on. So when we're down there, we try to, we're normally having to be really efficient with our time we're not there for tons of days to just, you know, knock out some, you know, projects like we're kind of on a mission. And I feel like the next time we go back, we're going to be we really, really? want to go <laughs> to uh, 
follow up with My Life Speaks, which is the special needs orphanage we mm-hmm. um, supported that ASPWA sent support to over Christmas time. Then Project Metashare, the maternity center, we've got to go do that. And we want to take pictures and videos and, and be it's able mainly to, to like show you guys what you've done through your purchases. Yes. Like it's so crazy and amazing. And we just want to make sure. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we do it and we move on and it's awesome. And then it's, it's we got to remember to like celebrate it and also show you what you've right. done. We don't want to yeah. just say, hey, you bought this four things tote and it sent help to here. Like we want it like show you to your like impact. see. Like this is what they were able to buy with or like the money we sent. like this specific kid was like this happened because of you. That yeah. Thing, or his his life is better because of you, that type of thing. Yeah. So, and then, you know, you are supporting. So in a way, I know this isn't you going to Haiti or taking a trip, but some people can't get off work or they can't leave their family. But we want you to look at, like, when you are spending your hard-earned money, like if you're shopping with the spa or other things from the shop forward, that's the whole point is to know that that is you making an impact, whether locally mm-hmm. or globally or whatever. And that's what Mary's goal was in creating the shop forward was to give that platform where you can shop and pay it forward at the same time. So just know that you're making an impact there and it all starts, you don't even, and you don't even have to shop. You don't have to spend money to make an impact. I think that's what, when my mom was going through cancer and had that attitude of joy and then she was Judy B. Pimpin' Joy mm-hmm. on Twitter. And then the hashtag Pimpin' Joy was born from that. And nothing there was, was even being sold at yeah, that time. Yeah, there was a lot of people that weren't, like, yeah, spreading joy and Pimpin' Joy wasn't a, a monetary thing. It could be. And people would call into the show with stories. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It could be I, like, remember smiling so at someone, yeah. getting the door for someone. If someone drops something, try to beat them to it and pick it up and be like, <laughs> here you go. Like, or let the car go in front of you in traffic or, you know, control your road rage. That's yes, like, that's what I enjoy. Sometimes yes. I like, I'm so proud of myself for controlling. And then I'm like, Pimp enjoy. Yes. Yep, I'm good. such a joyful person. <laughs> I just controlled my anger right now. So, and then Especially that. Especially if you're wearing a Pimp enjoy shirt. You like oh my you. gosh. <laughs> we worked with a guy um, and he's awesome, but he had, I won't call him out by name, but he, if you listen to the Bobby Bone Show, you might know who I'm talking about. And I've even said this to his face. So I'm not talking behind his back. But he would wear Pimp and Joy stuff. But when we would travel, sometimes if he wasn't happy, he would express that <laughs> at an airport and like things would escalate. And I'd be like, oh, could you not do that in a Pimp and Joy hat or shirt or something? It's like a code of conduct. If you're not going to be Pimp and the Joy, which is also brings me to another thing. But I have lots of thoughts in my head, but I kind of want to circle to this next because it relates is like Mary and Ashley and Brooke and when they're going through customer service oh, emails, like sometimes people will have ordered something pimp and joy and then they, something happens and they have to send a customer service related email. And it's like the rudest email like oh you've gosh. ever seen. And you're like, Oh shoot. Like is, do you I need mean, the shirt more you, than you? Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe just keep it and you yeah, need the shirt. Keep a lot, the pimp yeah. and joy shirt, but let's choose joy. Like, cause then we think, Oh man, like everybody is able to buy whatever. It's not like we, monitor like are you a joy do you seek that joy before you put this on but hopefully we all have bad days for sure so no judgment here on that including me like some days I look down at my shirt and I'm like oh yeah choose joy like it's not that big of a deal move on like change your attitude this is what I say to my son you've got five seconds to change your attitude you want to make good choices you want to make bad choices and so like for us you can like look at your pimp and joy hat or your shirt whatever and be like deep breath five seconds I can make 
good choice or bad choice. And then hopefully that will be that reminder. But it's just funny, the emails that come in sometimes where you're like, oh, wow, maybe we don't even want you wearing a Pim and Joy shirt, <laughs> but okay. Um, maybe you're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And then, but yeah, back to my mom is like, she, like in the theme song that Walker Hayes wrote for her, Joy Like Judy, um, he put in there, she even maybe talking to people in the elevator and we we're like, who talks to people in the elevator? Because that was my comment one day. Oh, yeah, like, have you played that song on your? I haven't. No. Yeah. I guess okay. I could. Well, I don't know. The video is really good. If yeah. You search it. If you just go to YouTube and put in Joy Like Judy, Walker Hayes, or the Pimp and Joy song or something. But, um, and that's my mom starring in her own music video. And then awesome. the Bobby Bone shows in it. And she had this signature dance move that she always did. It was like after she finished treatment, she would kind of do this little like jig with her hands and legs. And it was cute. But yeah, she, my mom wasn't spending any money by spreading her joy around the hospital. She was just making, she was very proactive about trying to be positive and smile at other patients and make them feel good and compliment them. And, you know, if they got on the elevator, she knew they were probably going through treatment just like her. So she'd be like, oh, that's a really pretty sweater, you know, because like yeah. that's an easy way to spread joy. You don't have to like ask them how they're mm-hmm. doing. You can just, yeah, because yeah. you know, they're not, they're probably not doing that great, yeah. but like in the doctors, she was always trying to be really thoughtful and nice to them. And yeah, speaking of the phone calls we would get on the Bobby Bone Show, one of the best phone calls I think ever that we got was during Joy Week, which is a, the very first one we ever did. Um, a listener called in. A, no, she wasn't even a listener, but oh, the a tires? girl called in. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it was so cool. She, she never had listened to the Bobby Bone Show, but she, um, a guy, she was getting her tires changed or fixed at the tire shop. And she went up to talk to the guy and he was like, it looks like you're going to have to get four new tires instead of maybe one. And she was like, oh, like that. She was a single mom or something like yeah. that. And she couldn't afford to get all four. So she was like, maybe I'll just do one now and I can figure out the rest later. Well, a guy in line that overheard everything, he was a listener of the Bobby Bone Show and he knew it was Joy Week and he had the money to do it. So he told her, hey, I want to get you. I get goosebumps even saying it now. He's like, I want to get you all four tires. And she was like, yeah, wasn't what? It, like, th- it was like $1,600 or something crazy. And Yeah, it yeah. was a lot. And she said, why? Why are you, like, basically, why are you doing this for me? He said, well, I listened to the Bobby Bone Show. It's this morning show. And it's Joy Week. And we're supposed to do whatever we can to spread joy this week. And just hashtag Pimp and Joy. And so she obviously was like, okay, what the heck is this Bobby Bone show? So he bought her the tires and then she looked us up and she called into the show the next morning to tell us the story. And we, we still don't know who that guy is to this day. He's just one of our awesome listeners, but she called to brag on him. And, you know, obviously that is one of, he had the means to do that, but we get it. Not everybody does, but you can just look for little opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like that, which that was big time. Or you can look for little moments just to make someone's day with a compliment or, you know, buy them a Starbucks drink or whatever. Sometimes Pimp and Joy will happen at Starbucks and the barista will write hashtag Pimp and Joy on the cup for the people. And then it'll be a chain reaction. And sometimes listeners will post. They're like, oh, my gosh, I guess someone in front of me was Pimp and Joy because there's Pimp and Joy on my cup. And this barista said it was paid for. Yeah. Or they'll, like, post a picture of their cup with Pimp and Joy. And they're like, what is this? What is Pimp and Joy? And then they learn about it by clicking on the hashtag. And it's like, yeah, it's cool. So people can see. So, yeah, this is kind of just a follow up (laughs) with Mary. But mainly, I mean, I think these are some things people want to know, like how to how to go to Haiti or how to spread joy or how to be involved in your community. 
And like even locally, like you do work with UNICEF. Mm-hmm. And that's a, I don't so know that that's- So fundraising for organizations in other countries and here, but like it's, we work mainly in the US. And yeah. you started working with them in New, New York. York. Yeah. But then so, when you moved to California, you stayed mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. But I mean, that's even a challenge to me. Sometimes if we're trying to plan it trip to Haiti and it's so complicated or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, when's the last time I like did something in my city? Like, right. Like, what am I doing? Because it's hard like, for us to get away. Yeah. And I'm like, I can do this. And so I just got to put it on the calendar. And I need, even with the shop forward, like we need, we want to like take a day a month and do that as a team and yeah. take like a work day and do that. Like, I don't no, know. No. And I want to get the kids, there's like a mission home, like not too far from our neighborhood. And I want them to start going there and they have, you know, the soup kitchen awesome part. And, yeah. you know, of course, it's something that we talk about, but I haven't taken action. Yeah. And so this is a good reminder for me, too, that we need to do that. And that because was like such a big part of my growing up. We did that. My parents were so good about that. And even my school, I think we did like service. Tri- I don't know. I was just like normal now that I think about it. I'm like, why don't I do that anymore? Yeah. yeah. So like we as grown women, we need to be doing that. But mm-hmm. then it's important too. yeah. Okay, so the next time I'm on, talk about what we're doing. Locally. Yes. Next time you yes. come on, we'll update on how we've gotten involved locally in yes. our community because not all serving has to be somewhere, you know, you don't have to get on an airplane and travel because that's just not always easy. But if you do want to, our encouragement is you can make it happen. Don't just think, oh, that's impossible. And then also, yeah, find ways to serve locally find through there's so many different organizations mm-hmm. I'm sure you could look up and like the food bank like they always are looking for volunteers even like sorting food and or doing like a food drive and maybe or if, like try to orchestrate one at your school or yeah. at your church and be the one to spearhead that and then that'll help there's like there's other groups too that'll have you if you could want to collect shoes and then you can ship the shoes off to a group and they'll take them to other people that need them. But you could be the person that's like, Hey, I'm going to collect everybody's well, yeah, shoes. That's the thing too. You don't have to just research and find other ways. Like to don't help. wait. Like, you can think of ways to help and you could be the one to organize it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other things we wanted to follow up on? I know we wanted to touch on Haiti, a little bit of pimp and joy, but I'm trying to think of other things people were asking about. And people definitely want to um, work for Mary, but the whole <laughs> Southern California thing no. is a, but Again, yeah. friend of a friend, maybe if you know somebody. And then I'm also this summer going to be looking for an intern. So I'm throwing oh, that yeah. out there. <laughs> Just put that out there in case anybody knows. And I've had people reach out that don't live here. And again, I would rather you already live here. I don't want anybody to relocate here. I mean, it's an internship. You have to be getting college credit and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, on another note, We'll end with that. I'm trying to now drink 100 ounces of water oh a day gosh. and I have to go pee all the time, <laughs> like all the time, like literally right now we're I ending this because I have to go pee <laughs> like seriously. A mm. hundred ounces y'all. It's a lot. I used to only drink like 60 or 64. And she like announces every time she hits. <laughs> oh, when I hit a hundred thousand. I know. I'm like, if I finish no, I mean, this last sip, that's going to be a hundred ounces of water. Oh, that is? No. No, no. Oh. I'm just saying that's oh, what yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, I yeah. make the announcement at the end of the night. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and done. So I've been doing that for about a week now. And I, do, I must say, I feel good. Because mm-hmm. I haven't been eating that great just because. But I haven't been feeling, I think, as crappy as I normally do when I'm Wash eating bad. Out. Because the water is, like, helping push everything out. At least, I don't know, sort of telling myself. So, well, Mary, thank you for coming back on. And don't forget to hit her up, careers at 
theshopforward.com in case you know somebody that's interested. And then shopaspa.com or radioamy.com or theshopforward.com. We have all the dot-coms mm-hmm. if you want to find ways We're to- really, really easy to find, basically. To, to you know, get some Pimp and Joy or a spa swag. Okay. Um, okay. Mary, I'll let you say bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode. Before I get to the email shout out, just want to say thank you to Andrea, my high school BFF for coming on. It's super neat to have my friends come on the podcast. So hopefully y'all enjoyed us reminiscing a little bit. And then I appreciate Mary coming back on for a follow-up and the confidence boosters. I hope that that's something that comes in handy for you at some point. Just little something to keep in your back pocket for those days that you need it, which, hey, we all need a confidence boost here and there. And then thank you to Hunter Mobley, again, the Enneagram teacher for coming on. I definitely want to have him back. After he comes on, I always get lots of questions about the Enneagram. If you haven't taken the test, maybe you should hop online and try to take it and try to start to figure out what number you are. And then you'll probably, the more you get into it, the more interesting you'll find this stuff for sure. So that's kind of my thank yous for, you know, the guests that came on the show. And now I will get to an email that I loved. And this one is from Sarah. Hey, Amy, just wanted to say that I love your podcast and listening has become the best part of my weekly routine. I've historically been a glass half empty type of girl, but I've lately found myself trying to choose joy and look for the positive. When wandering a local boutique, I spotted a bracelet stand that benefited Haiti and automatically thought of you and your podcast. The bracelet I chose was a gold bangle that says happy AF and through the purchase, a week's tuition and a meal is provided to a child in Haiti. It will be my constant reminder to choose joy. Just wanted to thank you for being you and can't wait to see you continue to grow your brand. So thank you, Sarah, for sharing this email. And I love that you got something to help you remember to choose joy. And I love your that bracelet. Sounds adorable. Happy AF. And I love the fact that it supports Haiti. And it just, it reminds me what Mary and I were talking about on today's episode, like, you know, we when we wear Pimp and Joy, it's a reminder for us to look down and, and choose joy. I mean, I even have joy and espoir tattooed on my arm as a reminder to choose joy and have hope because espoir means hope in Haitian Creole. So I try to see it every day as a tattoo, but I also, when I wear stuff that has meaning, I like when we can shop with a purpose and it has something attached to it, whether it's got a message for us or a reminder that, you know, there are kids that don't always have food and this bracelet, you know, that Sarah just got, it's providing, you know, a week's tuition and a meal for a child in Haiti. So it's like a reminder to be grateful and thankful or a reminder to say a quick prayer for, you know, those specific kids in Haiti. So I love being able to shop with the purpose and seeing this bracelet email also made me think of my daughter Stashira and how she now makes bracelets to support the orphanage that she grew up in, in Haiti. And we sell them at Shop Espoir. And anytime we put them up, they sell out so fast. And she just gets this smile on her face. She's really starting to get more involved, like trying to 
pick out beads and we have little meetings and sometimes her cute little personality comes out. Like she'll put the bracelets on the table and like, look at me and Mary. She's like, I'm here for business. I'm all business. And she wants to learn more, but then she's also a kid. So there's some days where she's just totally not into it and she's doing her own thing. And, but then she'll get back into it and she'll be like, okay, I'm ready to make bracelets. And then boom, she'll just bust out like 20. And I'm like, how'd you do that so fast? Because it's not easy to come up with all the colors and things. So um, she actually just did some custom ones for a bachelorette party, which is super cool. But most of the ones that we sell on Shop Espoir, they say Espoir. So they're they're on brand. So I'm just so proud of her, and it's fun to see her do that. And so I would encourage other moms to, you know, find something that your kids like to do that can help them give back, but also, you know, empower them and allow them to use their creative minds and or like, shoot, just get outside and whip up some lemonade and sell it and interact with people and try to make a difference and then take the money and maybe donate it somewhere. Um, I know with Stashira, we definitely are trying to teach her about, about business. So she's able to keep some money for herself. And then she sets some money aside to reinvest in her business for string and beads and all that. And then um, she sends the rest to the orphanage. So she's a little entrepreneur and she's only 11. And, you know, if she doesn't want to do any more, then we won't do it. But as of right now, she's like loving it. I'm like a bracelet mom. Mary and I were talking about that because we were trying to encourage her to do certain things. And we wanted her to make little tags. And then we realized we were kind of taking over. You know, there's like dance moms that are like in the corner doing the dance routine. <laughs> well, we felt like we were being bracelet moms because we were like in the corner trying to micromanage bead color situations and whatnot. And we're like, okay, we got to back off. We got to let her just do her thing. So now I'm rambling and I'm sure y'all are ready to go. And I guess, so I'll close out. Big thank you to Walker Hayes for the theme song. Thank you, Mike D, Elizabeth, um, all the people that helped me get this podcast up to where you can actually listen to it somewhere. And yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday with another fifth thing, a Q&A episode. So Start sending your questions or things with amybrown at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, beautiful. Laugh a little more, things. Tight, tighten up your core, things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All right, this sun season, evolve your sun care with new Banana Boat 360 coverage. With Advanced Control Mist, it's a new way to spray. It's an all-new bottle for an all-new mist experience that smells great and is incredibly light on your skin. You can even customize your spray. Like to cover targeted areas, you just tap the trigger lightly, or you can pull the trigger fully for a long, continuous spray, ensuring long-lasting banana boat protection. Plus, it's refillable. From sweat-resistant sport formula to kids' SPF 50+, this is sun care that'll come in handy when my kids are swimming, playing sports, when I'm hiking, when we're out at the lake, or whatever it is that we're doing outdoors. Shop Banana Boat 360 Mist at Walmart, Target, or Amazon. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. 
The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.